Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Monday, the Monday following July 4th. And damn, I wish it was another day off, but it's not. But anyways, I think every day could feel like a day off if you use positivity and you attempt to look at the good instead of the bad. And you follow the suit of yes, you can and never give up. If you live by those mantras and you just keep trying and you do your best and you forget the rest, you can basically do anything you put your mind to. So why not do that? The world wants to tell you all this crap, give you all these opinions, tell you all these things. And you just have to be able to hear your own voice in the in the midst of all the other blabber. Anyways, today is Monday and I'm just here to tell you that you're amazing. You're looking at your reflection in the mirror and you're seeing somebody that you love. Somebody that loves others and somebody that needs to be loved as well. You're looking at the reflection in your mirror. You might see your past. You might see your future. Who knows what you're seeing? But you're seeing an amazing version of yourself. And you're loving your reflection in the mirror. I'm here to tell you, do everything you put your mind to. Live unapologetically. And and don't ever see a mistake as a mistake. Instead, see it as a lesson. We're just always learning. We're always the student and we're always learning. And that's the great part of life. You're never going to know everything. And why would you want to? Moving on from me telling you how awesome you are, but you are, let's move into my favorite part of this conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So I caught myself listening to some news station on CNBC the other day, and it just, they're still talking about the shooting in Texas. They're still talking about it, acting like it could have been stopped. Why did those police officers wait that long to do anything? I don't understand that, but this is America and people make very stupid decisions. Also, let's talk about something else. That person, that athlete basketball player that's in jail in Russia, I don't understand why Biden is taking the time to talk to her at all. Is it only because Republicans said something? Because it's taken a long time to figure out what's going on with her. But, I mean, why are they going to try to bring her back? Shouldn't she be, like, a lesson for other people? You can't go to another country, do whatever you want, and expect not to pay some type of price. That, that's not how it works. Not everywhere is like America, which is why I guess America is great. But whatever she did, she's in jail for a reason, right? I just, I don't understand this. It feels like no one ever gets punished correctly here. I saw a bunch of democratic hoo-ha, and I don't understand that either. We've got worse problems going on in the United States than someone being overseas in a prison. We need to focus on the fact that every other fucking day somebody's dying from a gunshot or being killed some way or another. Um, And you're only talking about gun situations where the guns are legal Because no one's talking about people dying from illegal weapons. It's only legal weapons. It just all seems a little awkward. Um, Stop trying to distract people with guns and the person that's a a fucking basketball player that's in Russia. Stop trying to act like you're not still funding a war that we're not in. And please stop trying to act like you guys aren't the crooks here. Because you are. You are. It's just never ending. 
it's aggravating, annoying, and just irritating that we have to constantly shutter reality for the news. And the news is a bunch of bullshit. And I'm tired of these people, these big voices that are getting paid these millions of dollars, just lying to us. I don't fund the news. I don't watch them. They're not getting five seconds of my time. If it's on and I see it, sometimes I just sit there and I listen to what they're saying. And they must think we're so moronic. Like, just, why are we doing this? Why exactly are we allowing the narrative to be destroyed here? Why do we allow these people to make up whatever they want it to be? Just over and over and over again. It's just ridiculous. And I refuse to be that person and not hold them accountable. So I'm going to hold them accountable. I don't want to hear about the shit they're saying. I want to hear about what's going to make a difference. We're going into a recession. Things are going to get far worse. Like I've been saying and telling the audience, if you live in America, you're going to want to pay your debts down. You're going to want to have to figure out (coughs) different things. We've been here before we're here again and please don't expect to get some sort of a handout because the handouts that they gave out during COVID is why we're in a recession and if they give out another one then it's going to last even longer than it's going to last I know that Democrats especially and Pod Save America and Pod Save the World and the Young Turks and Majority Report and all these left people in Clinton News Network and ABC and uh, WNBC or whatever the fuck it's called or whatever will tell you that maybe it's not as bad as it is and they'll deflect reality into something else but I'm not going to do that and that's not the real news the, the real news is brutal the, the way that they're acting like Chicago is a surprise it's funny that all the media stations wanted to talk about what happened on July 4th and how six people died because two hours before that seven people died Chicago is a very dangerous place it's a dangerous city and there's a lot of brutality and death there Chicago isn't the only place Maryland is a bad city too there's really horrible parts of LA I live close to a place which is number nine on a list of ten I mean come on man it's a dangerous place we live in and we have to say that we can't lie about it because it feels okay how does that how does that help the problem it doesn't does it we're not solving anything here i'm sorry for all those that are collateral damage that don't matter But the problem isn't the gun. The problem is the people. These people have mental issues. And they're able to walk right into these places without a whiff. The problem stems back to their parents and the schools and the towns and cities that they grow up with in that allow them to think that they can go around killing people without any repercussion. And guess what? The people are doing this. Race does not matter here. It's the idea that they just want to do it and they can. You know what else I don't want to fucking talk about anymore? Vladimir Putin, who's going to continue to shit forever. I don't know if Ukraine's going to be able to survive this. I know that they want to keep pointing out Ukraine, but I'm tired of people trying to post fucking Ukrainian flags in America and 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 act like 
we can't be American and have our own feelings about things. Why does everything have to be Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine? What about America, America, America? This can't be land of the free, land of the great if we keep talking about other places instead of ourselves. You see the problem I'm having with that? Like, seriously. Like, seriously. Anyways, it's just another fucking day in a nightmare. The cost of living, trying to buy a fucking house is ridiculous. Me and Skip have been looking at properties for I don't know how long, for a couple of weeks now, right? We set what we wanted. We finally figured out what we're looking at. We've only seen one thing. There's nothing available. And every time we attempt to do something, it is gone. So, like, this is a really crazy market. And I'm not sure how exactly we're supposed to get through this. Moving on from all this stuff that's happening in the mix of chaos, in the mix of insanity. These people that are trying to protest, but then claim January 6th is bad. They're still talking about abortion, even though there's a problem with fertility in the United States. They're having all these conversations and they're losing sight of young people don't give a fuck about politics. Young people don't care about politicians and like people that they need to care to continue this insanity don't you have the ALCU group that's saying they're trying to protect the freedom of people with uh, fertility maybe it's not a, a good idea for you to be aborting I don't know 50 million babies and maybe there's a better way to solve that than than killing off like infants I'm not saying that in certain situations, you know, the woman's life doesn't matter more than the fetus. But I'm saying every situation is different. And why is it okay for abortions to be okay? I I cannot side with that. I'm sorry. I am 100% pro-life. And while everybody has their situations, I don't agree with that. And I'm not going to. So there's that. The Biden administration is doing a horrible job. They suck. And I don't know, man, like I'm trying to find some sort of positivity here within everything we're experiencing as a country. And there is no fucking positivity to tell you about food is still ridiculously expensive. You can't order anything online and expect to get it in less than three, four weeks because there's a problem with things being delivered correctly. There's still an issue with China that we have. We're in ridiculous amount of debt in China. And it just never ends. I'm just, I'm over it. Let's put down more permanent roots here. We've done a lot of work in the city. We've done a lot of help. And, you know, when you drive down certain blocks, you see a lot of them dotted along. We have to, we have to act differently. I'm not sure where this leaves us. But at the end, when they're sold and there's a happy new person living there, that's where I find the joy in it. See, this is beautiful. We, we cannot time. allow them to continue this insanity. So and, and I'm just praying and hoping that we find a better tomorrow. That's all I'm hoping for. I'm just hoping that people are able to clearly see what's happening politicians don't care about policies or politics 
They care about power and money. That's it. So look yourself in the mirror, put your big girl, big boy pants on and get ready to vote in November. And hopefully, depending on what state you live in, you're not voting blue because blue is going to leave us in more debt and it's going to take away the ability for Americans to have a survival in the mix of COVID. Also, we can't keep talking about fucking COVID, okay? We're living with it. These people need to take these goddamn masks off, acting like the masks are going to protect you when you're outside. You're fucking outside wearing a goddamn mask. Live your goddamn life, man. I'm tired of old people saying, I don't know if I could be around my family. It's too risky. The Democratic Party figured out a way to convince America that they couldn't live. And COVID was a convenient way to give government power. Tell me you see what I'm saying. Please. I'm hoping and I'm praying all at once that you see the light, bro. And if you don't believe in God, then... Just think about what I'm saying. I'm just hoping you see what I'm saying. They're taking advantage of your livelihood by prolonging a fucking pandemic and lying to you about it. And I'm not going to do that. So, yeah. Moving on from shitty politics and policies, no many allowed, to the main part of our conversation. Buying a new car truly sucks. So for the past week, two weeks, three weeks, I've been talking about buying a car. I spent a whole week doing it, trying to figure out what I wanted. Finally, I start actually looking at them and I finally narrowed it down to I want a Volkswagen T1. That's a Volkswagen um, SUV. I got to that point because I wanted something that has smart car capabilities. I want a sunroof. I want leather seats. Uh, you know, I want uh, uh, my I want my seats to be heated. I want just a, a nice grill. I want I want luxury, and I'm not finding luxury at a price I want to pay for with like a Honda and honestly after the Honda that I had that got totaled I don't know if I want a Honda I came to a conclusion about a week or two ago that I was just gonna you know say fuck it and just drive the car that I currently have even though it's older but like I'm having these mixed feelings about it because of the age of the car now my mom told me to just shut up and drive it but I have to drive to work in that every day all weather and my my concern with it is something's already wrong with something. The bearings or some shit. Something needs to get fixed and it's $200. And every time something needs to get fixed, it's $200, $300, $400. And how much did I pay for the car? Like, it's already lost half of the value that I, that I paid for it. So I'm already not going to get back that money. So you see my, like, concern here. Like, I basically have a car that isn't worth any money. And, like, so how do I do this? I really would like to figure out this vehicle situation because we are still trying to figure out, as I told you earlier in the conversation, where we're moving next. 
so we're going from renting to a mortgage and i have to have a car that matches up with that like this is really stressful trying to look for a car and look for a fucking house at the same time and like so i don't want to go to a car dealership because i don't like people at car dealerships i don't actually think they care about what you want i think they just want to make themselves happier and i'm not into that so no moving on from that i just feel like i'd rather have something that's closer to the year we're in than something that's further away from that my concern is if if my last car didn't get totaled i would have just driven that till it didn't drive anymore you know that that was the idea of me buying something new that i wanted something newer but like the problem with like cars is they lose their value some of them do maybe not hondas but like i'm concerned like i like the volkswagen although like people have said don't get that because it's a foreign car but i like the fact that tiguan is a german tiger and i happen to be german so that's something that made me really feel like i really wanted to feature into it and i grew up with jettas uh you know i'm very familiar with that because that's what my parents drove so that basically all i knew is like a teenager and then i ventured off from that and i went to ford and i I, I don't know. My mom has a Ford, but I can't deal with a Ford. I don't know how reliable they are. She's pretty much got a good one, so she's lucky. But some of them are, most of them are a piece of crap, and I don't want to buy that. So I don't know what to do here. Like, is it smarter for me to just drive around my car? It's older. It's under like a 2010, and I'm concerned about the wear and tear on it and the fact that I have to drive all year round, regardless of the weather, for my job. And, like, my job is how I make my salary, and my salary is how I pay my bills. And it's really important to me that I have something that matches up with what I'm doing. And I'm concerned about having something that's not fitting that. So I don't know what to do here. Like, I, I do really think I'm going to have to buy a new car. But then, uh, then again, I really make sure that I'm buying something that's closer to the year I'm in, but not, like, the year we're in. Because I don't want to have to pay those fucking car taxes for that. So, like, we're about to go into, like, 2023. So, I was considering, like, a 2016, 2017, and 2018 Volkswagen, Volkswagen Tiguan. And I've been looking on Carvana. And I know you're thinking, what? So, my best friend told me that I need to get an appraisal on my car. And I can go to Carvana or uh, CarMax and see, you know, how much they'd give me for it. And then figure out from where I go from there. I think I'm going to get the appraisal with CarMax and Carvana, see how much they offer me, and then get this party on the road. I want to get this done as soon as possible. I want to get the keys to the new car with Carvana. They drive it to your location. I want to figure out how the um, registration works, and I just want to get this moving ahead because we're still looking for it a house and it's just a lot of shit going on and my job takes up a lot of my time and i i really got to focus on that i have i have important things that i have to do right and i want to make sure i'm doing them that's it so i think i'm gonna have to get a new car but looking for a new car fucking sucks because you don't know what the car is going to be like when you get it and you never know what the car is going to be like when you get it granted the car i have isn't bad but I'm concerned about wear and tear on it and the fact that, like, 
something's wrong with it where it's making noise and it just makes me feel like I don't know it feels like a fucking clunker and I I don't like that feeling I'm not saying I don't like it and I'm not grateful I have a car I just don't like the feeling like here we go this is about to become a money pit and I don't want that I don't want another money pit like I had a Ford Focus and I shoved so much money into that damn car trying to fix it it wasn't worth it like what was I doing like that was idiotic and stupid and like dude really I can't do that again to myself I really can't so I don't know moving on from I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do about my car to another part of our conversation this horrible housing market sucks like I said we've been looking for property a condo or townhouse for the last two fucking weeks the realtor tried to talk us into taking some doozy fucking nightmare with a kitchen need to be gutted and the fucking ac was in the floor and the bathrooms looked like some shit that came out of 1942 a true nightmare the property is still on realtor it's still on all the housing websites no one has bought it so she was really wrong whatever um Maybe it'd be a good investment property for someone, but it's not a property where you want to, like, you want to actually live there. And this isn't something where we want to flip it. It's something where we want to live there. So, like, it's difficult. Like, in our price range, in the areas we're looking at, we can't find anything. We've been steadily looking every hour, every day, and it is not happening. And I don't really know what to do here i don't know how to feel here i just know i'm frustrated and i just know that this shit sucks and it's really upsetting because like we want to still get into this market at this point now because we don't want to continuously pay rent and burn money every month i kind of wish skip had to listen to me earlier on during covid and we had gotten it in there we probably would have been better off but you know you live and you learn and it's just unfortunate that he was so reticent to act on that but whatever there's like nothing out here and like I don't know what to do about that but we're steadily trying so I guess at some point we'll find something I just don't know when that's going to be and this was my concern last year we were waiting too long and now there isn't anything I don't know if the housing market is going into a good area because they're going to start lowering the prices of everything because no one's going to pay for the prices that they have but everything's just a a nightmare so i don't i don't know can we trust that things will be okay i honestly can't tell you that things will be okay i can tell you that you can be positive and you can think positively you can do your best you can forget the rest if you think that things are going to be all right they should be all right i'm hoping that things will be all right you know the great thing about the united states of america is it's been through a lot and the entire time it's been established and it's gotten through everything So if you live in America, we'll get through this. And if you live anywhere else, I don't know what to tell you. I don't live there, but still keep the peace and still try to find some sort of positivity in your situation. Sometimes things are rough, but that doesn't mean things won't get better. We're all kind of experiencing some of the same things together. Some people don't want to work at their jobs anymore because the companies aren't paying them enough money to work at their jobs. Other people are realizing that their talents can be reused in a different situation. I'm so glad that I was given the ability to see my worth, my value, and where I belong because it wasn't in what I thought it was. And I'm just so grateful that I was able to figure that out at at, at kind of a fast pace. I think 
in some ways, COVID really gave us the ability to see who we were in a different kind of a way. And I just really think that that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Moving on from can we trust things are going to be okay? Creating summer plans like dinner dates, walks in the park, picnics with your family, uh, you know, miniature golf, you name it. In the backyard, bouncing a ball around, playing uh, any game you want to find. What the fuck is the name of that game? It could be paddle ball. It could really be any kind of game in the backyard. You put the grill on, look at some birds in the sky. Really, what do you want your summer plans to be? Like going to the beach is also important. You know, fun things, you know. Creating a summer plan means you have an idea of like some time you want to take off in the summer, even if it's like a week. I took a couple of days off for my birthday and I really want to like enjoy that little bit of time that I have off. And I think it's really going to be nice. And I think you have to have time to yourself, especially in the summer. So you actually get to enjoy the weather and you're not always doing something. That's what I mean when I say creating summer plans. Actually creating summer plans. That's what I mean. Creating summer plans. Like for the good weather, for the fact that the sun's going to be out longer, and for the fact that you can do more things because the weather is at a warmer pace and you can be more active. That's what I'm saying. It's okay to stay home. If you don't want to go on a summer vacation, you can have a staycation. You don't have to constantly always be going somewhere. Why don't you sit home and watch a show? Why don't you sit home and start a new series? Why don't you sit home and read a book or color or play a game or create something or podcast or write or just sleep and rest? Why do you always have to be running around? I feel like now we have to think differently. One, people are clearly crazy. Like... The last month, something bad has happened every week. People are dying. The United States is not doing good. It is okay to stay home. You don't always have to be going somewhere. I tell you to avoid the movies because the movies aren't worth the money that they charge. We're in a different time. Like, you can stay home, be comfortable. You can order food. You can do anything you want. And you don't have to constantly be doing other things to find that. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Moving on, sometimes a staycation is just what you need. So find it and love it. That's it. Moving on to watching things. Boondocks. I can't remember the last time I watched the Boondocks, but that's an amazing show. And if you haven't looked at it, you need to. I'm pretty sure the Boondocks is somewhere. I think it lives on HBO. I could be wrong, but I swore I saw it there. It's definitely somewhere. There's an app for it. Oh, it's such an awesome show, bro. It's truly amazing. And if you haven't seen it, you're missing out on life. Um, The Circle. I finally caught up with all of The Circle. Oh, my God. I can't tell you who won last season. Because I don't know if you've watched it yet. But it's definitely worth watching. And it's definitely fun to look at it. So if you haven't watched it yet, you need to. Love it. Some of the music from it. Murders in the Building. Oh my god. The last couple episodes of this, bro. Got me all hooked into it. You know I love Selena Gomez. 
you know I love the cast and the characters for the show all in it dude it's just so entertaining and like why wouldn't you like this there's the question why you would like it and I do like it so there's that it's it's watchable it's likable it's lovable it's all those things and more it's fun I think you'll like it it's like a murder mystery in a mystery and they're so funny like oh my god these the two of them are comedians like in in real life like what the fuck's his name um hold on let me get his name two of them are comedians and are absolutely hilarious and selena gomez is like a musician and she's cute i just feel like there's so much bullshit on tv and it's so difficult sometimes to figure out you know what you actually want to look at but i could definitely tell you that murders oh, okay let me give you the name martin short steve martin and selena gomez the best and they're so great at like solving mysteries and it's hilarious and I like trying to see, like, what's going to happen next. They have some other characters that are, like, in for just a quick stop. But it's so entertaining that you're bringing other people into it. And granted, we're only at the beginning of the season. But I'm just so happy they brought that back on. Um, as far as Hulu goes, um, the other Hulu show is coming back on at some point, too. I don't know when, but I guess we'll expect that at some point. Handmaid's Tale. Fuck, I almost forgot the name of it. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale should return at some point. I don't even know if it's back on yet. I, I like the last season of Handmaid's Tale, but I'm not sure where we're going next with that. Like, they kind of moved the storyline a lot faster, so, so I'm not sure what's next. But there was a bunch of people that pissed me off in that last season, and I think Payback is a bitch, and I think Karma is fun to watch explode. So I'm really down with whatever happens, and I'm go still going to watch it whenever it decides to come back on. So hurry up. Come back. Is Amazon making a comeback? I feel like Amazon is trying to make a comeback, especially after the fact that they've had a lot of flaps. Just the idea that they want to wait forever to have shit come out. Like, the terminal list, very good. We're almost finished catching up on that. Uh, as far as anything else goes, we haven't really watched anything outside of the terminal list. But, I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, I started Teen Wolf for Laughs, but I didn't really, like, start that. There's really nothing... I mean, I told you about the lake before. I might give that a try. Like, there's nothing where I'm like, oh my god, I gotta watch this. But The Boys is good. Between The Boys and Terminal List, they're doing a good job. Um, the Will of Time, I think, is returning in the fall. I'm not sure what they're doing with that. And they're redoing over... Um, Lord of the Rings is a show. And I don't know what that's going to be like. I did like... Uh, that series that was I, was I Know What You Did Last Summer. That was pretty decent. Like, they do have some decent things. It just... 
makes me wonder if they have decent content why they aren't always pushing out content all the time is it because of covid or is it because they don't have enough shit to push out they got to do a better job of that watching a show before it's ruined so skip likes to put things on and watch them before i guess he hears anything about it now i deactivated my facebook so i don't know what's going on on facebook and i like go on pinterest i mean not pinterest uh Instagram, but I don't like going there like that. So it's like, uh, I don't know. But we'll see. I like Amazon. I want them to do a better job, but they're like, eh, it's not, it's not doing it. But like, so Terminal List came out and Skip was like, we got to watch this as soon as possible. And now he's getting on me because we didn't finish Boondocks. I mean, not Boondocks, Peaky Blinders. And and there's all these shows that we like want to watch. And I like to watch things. But then again, I don't like to feel like I'm, like, rushing watching. Like, I like to look at it and, like, enjoy it. And he likes to just get it over with. I don't know if that's the same thing. Maybe. Um, but but I do love him. And, you know, he is a good picker <coughs> of shows. So we'll see what happens. But sometimes he takes a minute to do it, man. It's kind of like, really, dude? Really? I don't know. That's just my thought. Um, moving on from watching shows before they're ruined which is kind of makes sense question mode disney plus yo disney plus doesn't have anything good on it what are they going to do now that obi went off when's mandalorian returning um i'm waiting for that and why aren't you pushing out more star wars content and more marvel content because now that the universe is open for marvel like do more with that like literally what am i waiting for and i don't want to hear the the reason things are being done because of COVID, because we're living with COVID now, bro. Two years later, can we like stop acting like COVID is the end all be all of life? You can record shit. Like that's how making shows and movies works. Like you're in competition with a lot of other people that are really good at this, like Apple and Netflix and Hulu. And all they do is create content that's the problem for amazon and disney right your competition is content exclusive like netflix doesn't have a store you're only going to netflix.com to get a membership that's your competition all they do is create content they spent 30 million dollars on each episode of stranger things are you listening to me? You've got a problem. Disney Plus. I don't know if you can compete. I really don't. Because some of those shows you made are not half of what Stranger Things is. So people are not running to watch you. And the only reason I have a fucking account for Disney Plus is because I basically get it free with the bundle that I have. So beware, because you're losing someone that's not looking at your content at all. Like, in these movies that you're making, that Buzz Lightyear movie where you're putting weird shit in it, you're replacing Tim Allen. Yeah, I, I feel like I got to boycott you just for that. So 
I'm considering boycotting Disney, and you might want to join me in that. Just saying. Moving on from Disney to food, salads are better. Salads are an amazing option, especially for the summer, because you can throw anything into a salad, and it's very easy to make. Hard-boiled eggs, chicken, bacon, you got a cob salad. Go. Boom. Like, it's, it's very simple. Like, and it's easier to make than bread. Like, for bread, we're talking carbs. We're talking, I don't know. Like, do you really want to have a sandwich all the time? Maybe a wrap would be better. Like, you want to make sure that you're not constantly, like, eating carbohydrates all the time. Because carbohydrates all the time aren't really good for your body all the time. So salads are better, especially in the summer. Because if you get a fresh salad, that makes your life easier. Just saying. Moving on to the next part of our conversation from salads. Get rid of the carbs. We just talked about that. Literally, limit the amount of bread you're eating. Limit the amount of pasta you're eating. Limit the amount of bad things that you're eating. And find different ways to eat things differently. If you do that, then you won't even be thinking about the carbs because you'll be too busy eating things without them. That's an option. And if you can't get rid of carbs completely because you like pasta and the only pasta that you have available is a pasta that that isn't carb-free, then at least limit it. Meaning, don't eat pasta every day, don't eat a lasagna every day, and don't eat seven sandwiches in a day. Like, limit it. Like, if you're going to have a a bagel at breakfast, then maybe eat a salad at lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, spread it out. That's what I mean. How many lemonades are there? There seem to be a lot of different lemonades. Strawberry, raspberry, regular. I'm sure you could mix other fruits into that. I'm sure that you can make like a mango lemonade. I don't know how that would work. But there seem to be a lot of different lemonades that can be made. I haven't tried any of them, but it sounds like it's definitely an option. There's definitely a limeade, but I don't... uh, That's just lime juice, so that's different. Adding wine to dinner. Adding wine to dinner might be just what you need to set off dinner, especially if it's like a pasta dish or it's like a Sunday dinner. Having a little bit of wine will definitely make a difference in the dinner and it'll definitely make a difference in the setting. Uh, and it provides a little more taste to the meal. So I definitely say, you know, try that. You might really like it. And there's so many options for good wines. Skip <laughs> is making noise because I don't think he likes wine. But he has... Oh, he's so annoying. Anyways. Always cutting in when I'm doing a podcast. Thank you. Olive oil is a useful cooking addition. Literally, you can cook anything with olive oil. And I mean anything. Did I tell you that? Anything. So useful. Just so amazing. And and that's why you've got to love it, right? Like, you've got to love it because... It's literally going to make your life easier. You just put a little olive oil in a pan and your one pan and you make whatever you're making. It gives it flavor and it cooks it at a faster speed and it, it gives it it can give something texture, especially like burgers or meatballs or anything like that. It's definitely useful. 
and you can just add olive oil and vinegar to salads too and you don't even really need salad dressing just do that just a thought right anyways that is the end of this monday pod thank you for tuning in as always to born to be a star and we will see you tomorrow on born to be a star on tuesday instead of monday however you're feeling i hope you're feeling like a star and i hope you feel like a star wherever you are the sky needs to be bright and you are the brightness you can brighten up the world if we just use our star power and we just exert our amazingness and our bright light we can light up the world together when we light up the world together we'll let the aliens know that we're still here and you know hopefully that message will go forward the correct way anyways your star wherever you are and i'll see you tomorrow on tuesday bye